0: Welcome to your Optimal Personal Economy podcast with Justin Bennett. Your personal economy is your ability to create, protect, preserve, and utilize your wealth, your financial world. Justin will share strategies and stories to help you optimize your personal economy. Now, on to the show with Justin Bennett and co-host Matt Halloran.
1: Hello and welcome to another podcast with Justin Bennett. Today Justin is going to talk to us about how money behaves differently in accumulation and in distribution phase. All right, here we go Justin. What do you got for us?
0: So I think most of the listeners might be familiar with a lot of the economic principles that applies to money when somebody's in the accumulation phase, which is typically when they're working and earning an income and generating Assets, and so, but what they're oftentimes not familiar with, because there just hasn't been a conversation around it, or there's very little bit of education that speaks to it, is how money behaves in the distribution phase, which the distribution phase is commonly referred to as retirement. and you know the uh, the traditional retirement conversation is, hey, live on the interest of your assets. and Previous episodes, we've discussed that, but what I'd like to do here today for our listeners is just kind of break down the difference between accumulation and distribution, and I'd like to break it down in, let's call it five different categories. So I'm going to just list out the categories, and then we'll come back to and speak to each of the five and how... They're different, but I want to concentrate more on the distribution side. So the the five categories that we like to educate people around and how money behaves is uh mortality, number one. Uh, Number two would be illness or injury, number three is in volatility, number four would be around tax-deferred vehicles, and number five is inflation. So, number one, mortality. Number two, illness, injury. Number three, volatility. Number four, tax deferred vehicles. And number five, inflation. So, you know, when we take each of these five categories and we apply them into the accumulation phase of conversation, you know, mortality tends to be centered around just dying too soon. Whereas in distribution, there needs to be this awareness, this understanding, this education that there's a possibility of living too long. So it's actually the complete opposite in distribution. So in distribution, it's, hey, you might live too long, or in accumulation, it might be dying too soon. So kind of an interesting you know, set of differences there. And of course, living too long means specifically you could live longer than your assets or your wealth happens to hang around. So that's a real difference. It's a real concern. That's conversation that needs to be planned for. There needs to be strategy put in place that will allow for you know you to never outlive your assets ever over oftentimes a joint life expectancy, especially if you have two spouses. The second area, Matt, would be in that illness and injury. And when you're accumulating assets and you're building wealth, a lot of it is centered around. If you became ill or you got injured, then your income would stop and if your income stopped it would prevent or cause a challenge for your assets to grow uh, of course unless you've done some some planning that we help our clients with but you know when when you look at illness or injury as it relates to distribution it's a little bit different because you're not you're not waking up each morning and reporting to work and generating an income because it's no longer a person at work it's now money at work and the money has to produce the income and if you get ill or injured know. a lot of times it requires more money and so therefore you're potentially advancing the spend on the assets and depleting the assets more quickly just to offset for this illness or this injury that was not expected right so that's a big difference in distribution the third category is the volatility and i think when you're accumulating wealth Uh, volatility tends to be your friend because you have time on your side. You can allow markets to soften, come in, correct, and then come back, and then still be at a positive position when you get to the end of accumulation. But when you're in distribution, volatility tends to be your foe. And it tends to be your foe because when you have volatility on your money and your money loses value and you're simultaneously Looking to strip out income off of that money, then it could greatly diminish um, the life expectancy of that money. So, oftentimes, people don't want there to be much volatility, not to mention just from an investor behavior standpoint. You know, when you're a little bit older, your appetite for risk is a lot different than your appetite for risk when you're first building your assets. So, volatility tends to be your foe in distribution planning. The um, fourth area that we had mentioned was tax-deferred vehicles. And when you're accumulating wealth, it tends to be a great place to place some of your new money savings. So a tax-deferred vehicle may be a 401k. It may be an IRA. It may be a profit-sharing plan, a cash balance plan, uh, a 412E3, a SEP, et cetera and so they be, they tend to be great places or great vehicles to put some of your money when you're accumulating wealth cuz you're not subject to income taxes on the growth year over year and then you're ultimately just deferring the tax to a later date but if you think about it if you have this large accumulated asset when you start distribution planning and it's worth you know a couple of million dollars in, in many cases, and you're starting to distribute the the wealth from that, you're 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 now triggering an income tax on every single dollar that comes out of the plan. So with distribution planning, tax deferred vehicles tend to be one of the, if not the worst, areas to take money from because it's such a such a large tax explosion, Not to mention that, you know, if there's any money left in that tax deferred vehicle and it may go to a spouse and then ultimately to, you know, a child, uh, the, the rules and the regulations around a non-spousal beneficiary receiving a tax deferred vehicle is, is unfavorable because they have to, by law, take money out and the money that they're taking out is subject to income tax and they have to add it to their earned income. So it becomes a big, big tax tangled mess. Um, and the fifth area is inflation. And when we were talking about um, this idea around building wealth, inflation is not often felt because, you know, the the, the way in which you invest money is oftentimes growing. And, and uh, if it's done properly, it's not really lagging inflation. But also, your income when you're accumulating wealth tends to increase year over year. May not be the same amount increase each year, but ultimately, if you earn more, you're not really feeling this impact of inflation, which we call the invisible hand because you can't really see it. But if you're aware, you can feel it. So when you move into distribution planning and you talk about inflation, oftentimes it just results in people wanting to spend less money, or what we say is compromise lifestyle. They say no to things that they truly don't want to say no to. And they do that because the costs associated with products and services are increasing. So property taxes, cost of utilities, cost of groceries, etc. So things tend to increase in price. They tend not to, over the course of time, decrease. So as a result, um, you know, people tend to make sacrifices and spend less money, which is a direct result of this thing called inflation. So you know, when you think about it, just you know, again, going through accumulation or separating the phases of your life, accumulation being one phase which could last 20 or 30 years, in some cases maybe longer, and distribution could last the same 20, 30, in some cases 40 years. You have to look at mortality, illness and injury, volatility, tax-deferred vehicles, and inflation through a much different optic in the different phases of your planning, because how you position your money, how you strategically put together planning results will definitely be much different in the two phases, but because most of the concentration is around accumulating money. And so the conversations and the principles tend to be centered and focused on the accumulation phase. The distribution phase gets overlooked, but I think it's important well before you get to distribution that you understand what each of these five categories looks like and how they could impact your planning so that you can be in a position on a proactive basis to properly plan for them. So Matt, I think You know, accumulation, distribution, big difference between the two phases. When broken down in these five categories, you can spend a lot of time in each of them. But I wanted to give our listeners just kind of a high-level understanding of how the two are different.
1: Fantastic. And if you want to have a deeper conversation, uh, please make sure that you reach out to Justin uh, and his team at uh, BennettFG.com. BennettFG.com is the website. And also, if you have not subscribed to the podcast, click that subscribe now button below because Justin comes out with about two of these a month, uh, and they are really good information for you to listen to, absorb, and to share with your friends and family. So for everybody at Bennett Financial Group, this is Matt Halloran, and we'll see you on the other side of the mic very soon. Justin Bennett is a registered representative of Park Avenue's Securities, LLC, or PAS, OSJ, 1150 Raritan Road, Suite 201 Cranford, New Jersey 07016 phone number 908-709-0020 securities products are offered through PAS member of FINRA SIPC financial representative of the Guardian Life Insurance Company of America New York New York PAS is an indirect wholly owned subsidiary of Guardian Bennett Financial Group LLC is not an affiliate or a subsidiary of PAS or Guardian.